Disability Talks with Shane. Talking all things disability. Today I'm chatting with Paul Stewart, Managing Director of KPS Amp Westport and Consulting, who aim to give their clients the time of their life, as well as memories that will last forever. Thanks for joining me on my podcast today, Paul. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Before we chat about KPSM, do you mind sharing a little bit of your background? Yeah, so um, basically I've been in the disability industry now for six years. Um, Prior to that, I was actually a road worker and once I was around the age of 30, I sort of wanted to do more, you know, with my life and sort of get into a job that I could really um, enjoy and be proud of. So I became what they called an ability linker at the time, which is no longer funded, but basically that was that was the the bridge between NDIS funding and not being funded for NDIS. So I used to help people connect in the community that were unfunded by NDIS. Um, from there, I ran my own driving program for kids with disabilities. So I helped I helped fourteen people get their piece through that, and I, I had fifty people on board who I, I helped with that journey. Um, after that, I actually um, became a support coordinator for a company, and that's where I got the idea about respite, and respite could be so much more. Um, I had many clients upset with their respite services, and that's, that's where the, the whole respite idea came from, from my perspective. What is KPSM Respite and Consulting? Yeah, so basically we organise short-term accommodation and respite um, for the individual based on what they want. So if someone likes the beach, we organise their respite in accommodation at the beach. Um, they might want to use our support workers that we can provide or they might have their own day-to-day support workers in which case um, we then paid those support workers to jump on board and go with them on their respite. Uh, we tailor the activities to what they want, so they might enjoy whale watching, for instance, and, they, and one of their goals might be to get into the community for social and community participation. So we'll send them on whale watching tours. Uh, we've had some people who enjoy enjoy you know zoos and museums and theme parks so we organize days out at museums and zoos and theme parks within their respite now we respite itself it pays for the accommodation support activities and food that they have while they're away but basically what the idea is we individualize it and make it feel like a holiday although NDIS won't fund holidays per se we can make respite feel as relaxing and as, as holiday-like as possible, and that's what we aim to achieve. With that, I I seen you do the Harley rides and that. Would you like to expand yeah. on that? Yes. Yeah, so we're, we're always on the lookout for accessible and accessible activities that that anyone can enjoy. And and the Harley tours um, that really stuck out to me as a great activity because they actually have a hoist that can get people in electric wheelchairs in and out of the trike to do the Harley tours. So everybody can enjoy that activity. 
Um, so when we look for activities, we generally look for inclusive, accessible activities that anyone can enjoy. Uh, that's the same also for our accommodation. We also have an accessible accommodation partner where we can organise for the accommodation to have hoists in the bed, if need be, um, fully accessible bathrooms and fully accessible accommodation. Are your activities tailored or individual? Yeah, all of our all of our activities are individual based. Basically, from the time someone calls me up to organise respite, I put together a quote and I put together an email to their plan manager and support coordinator and relate their plan goals to the respite we can provide. Based off that, they once they're approved for respite, we work directly with the individual to work out what accommodation works for them as well as what activities they would like to do whilst away. Currently, we have someone coming on board in the next week and she really wants to get into the community and do ghost tours. So we've organised ghost tours for her. That's good. You know, that's not some, yeah, yeah. And it's not it's not something that, that um, you would normally associate with NDIS, but one of her plan goals is to get out into the community and she really gets out into groups. So she'll actually be doing the group ghost tours, which gets her into the community the way she wants. How in demand is short-term accommodation? Well, I find there's a lot of short-term accommodation providers, but many of those provide short-term accommodation in a group group home-styled accommodation, which is what we don't actually do here at KPSM. So we're one of the only providers who organise holiday-style or community-style short-term accommodation. It's been becoming very busy again after people are starting to relax more with COVID and live with COVID. So I'm, I'm finding that it is getting very busy now. And with the short-term accommodation, do you also use the um, respite, accommoda- respite in their plans and that? Yes, so with the short-term accommodation, we use respite in their plans and it doesn't have to be stated. I've actually only had about maybe 10% of people actually have respite stated in their plan. For the others, they had core with unutilised funding and I was able to get an email to their plan manager who approved the use of that funding for respite. So you don't always need it within your plan. You just need a certain amount of funding that you might not use in other places and a goal that I can relate to respite. It's as easy as that. Where are you based? So we're based in Sydney, but we do respite Australia-wide. Now, I've got clients in South Australia, Western Australia, Queensland and Melbourne. So we actually had to branch out from Sydney when Sydney was in major COVID lockdowns and the, the clients keep on coming. Yes, they would. Yes. So what locations do you mainly use for um, short-term accommodation in Sydney? We found that Wollongong and South Coast is very popular as well as the Central Coast. But, yeah, definitely the, the, the coastal and beach areas have been the most popular so far. 
so we that, find that people just like to go away and relax in those places. So that be more like, um, oh, what's it called? That beach, um, Bondi, and all that. Yeah, Bondi is closer to the city. Now we have done a few city respites, which is great for for people who really love to visit museums and and, and man made sort of structures. But for the for the lover of nature, it's really the beach. With not about eighty percent of our clients want to stay near the beach. It's been yeah. really really popular. What is the super fan social club? So yeah, so we're we're launching the super fun social club in Sydney at the moment. Now that's the first place it's going to be launched. We're going to serve the southwest and western Sydney all the way into East Sydney. Now, the idea of that is to give people the activities of respite without actually having to use their respite funding. So there's many people who call us up who don't have enough funding for respite. So I've been coming up with ways how to utilise other parts of their funding but still enjoy a good day out at the zoo or at the beach or fishing. So I've come up with an idea to put together a group of 10 for a super fun social club. Now, people come with us on Fridays and then the same people generally come back the next Friday. And we do something different every week based on what the clients choose. So uh, after every week, our clients will vote on the next place that we visit. So we try to individualise that too. That's good. Yeah. How do we find out more information? So you can find us at kpsm.net.au. You can refer a friend or refer yourself through that website. We also provide day-to-day support, so we do do day-to-day support also. Um, And I guess you could – a lot of people use Facebook now, so we do have a Facebook page too. Yes. And a lot of people also use um, TikTok and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. We don't actually have a TikTok yet, but I believe we may have an Instagram. I've just got to find out with our social media department. Thanks very much for your time today, Paul. I look forward to chatting again later in in the year. Thank you very much. I, I look forward to updating with some more exciting stuff as we get over this COVID. Thank you. That was another episode of Disability Talk with Shane. For more episodes, check us out on Spotify or check us a like on socials. Mm-hmm.